This is True Parenting Audio, episode 75. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and this is True Parenting Audio, the podcast where parents will find inspiration and practical parenting tips that not only change kids' behavior, but build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Thanks for joining us in this journey to be a true parent. Today we're going to be talking about arguing and six surefire ways to stop arguing with your kids. It's amazing how persistent children can be. Kids as young as two or three years old can find inventive ways to persuade mom and dad to give them what they want. It can be confusing and even maddening when our six-year-old insists that it's not fair that he has to clean up his toys. Or when your eight-year-old won't give up the fight to go to the neighbor's house to play when dinner's in two minutes. It can feel infuriating when your teen insists that you just don't understand them. Many parents find themselves struggling through extensive, infuriating arguments over bedtime, eating, bad attitude, cleaning rooms, tech time, homework, objections to rules, issues of self-expression, deviation from parental expectations, or just about anything else you you could possibly be opposed by your child. How many of us have gotten sucked into an argument over something as silly as what pajamas our child wears to bed? It can be difficult not to be drawn into these arguments when we feel like our parental authority is being trampled on. We tend to feel like we need to reestablish our power and make sure we win. It's important to consider the cost of inflexibility and argument for the sake of remaining the parent. Don't get me wrong, I'm not suggesting passive parenting. It's not about letting the kids win the argument. It's about not participating in the argument, not chasing the crazy greased pig of trying to get our kids to concede. There's a better way to deal with arguments that will teach our kids boundaries, respectful communication, and problem-solving while stopping the spinning treadmill of disputes in their tracks. The following are six ways to apply the principles of true when the kids start arguing. Each technique includes a concept and and specific words that can help you to stop the arguing in your household and enjoy more peace and constructive problem-solving with your kids. So number one is empathize. Say something like, sounds like you don't feel like that's fair. You're having a hard time with fill in the blank. Empathy is the foundation of encouraging relationship and positive change. The secret is to reflect, to let our child know that we understand what they're saying and feeling. There's no need to defend your position or make further demands. Number two is Use distraction or redirection. Say something like, 
let's go build a Jeep from your Legos. It really doesn't matter what you use to distract and move their attention to something more positive. Simply invite them to join you in some activity other than the arguing. If they object, you can inform them that you'll come back to the discussion when you can both talk about it calmly and find a better solution. Number three is to compromise and problem solve. You might want to say something like, let's figure out how we could make this work for both of us. You share your side and then I'll share mine and we'll figure out something that will hopefully work for both of us. When we model and teach compromise and problem solving to our kids, we have to be willing to honestly listen to their suggestions. Then, and only then, we can offer our own ideas and work together to find a reasonable solution that everyone can stand behind. Number four is firm but kind refusal to argue. I love you too much to argue. This is a short and simple phrase that I learned a long time ago with my love and logic training. This can accompany any of the other techniques in this list as a broken record approach to remove yourself from endless explanations that never go anywhere anyway. This phrase acknowledges the child without playing into the power struggle. Number five is listen. Just listen. Sometimes no words are needed. Make eye contact and truly listen. Try to understand. Acknowledge their argument and try to honestly understand it without feeling a need to react or change your mind regarding your position. You may be surprised what happens when you just allow them to talk without feeling like you have to constantly defend your reasoning for saying no or whatever else your child is arguing about. And sixth, set clear limits with conditions and then leave it alone. You're welcome to as soon as... These words of you're welcome to go play as soon as your room is clean or something to that effect present a powerful cause and effect sort of relationship or statement. It's important to set clear limits. A child might say, I don't want to clean my room. My friends don't have to clean their rooms. In a situation like this, we can focus on the task rather than on what we might term backtalk. Simply set the limit and move on with life. There's no need to argue the point of why they need to do it. No need to explain the importance of order and cleanliness at the moment. There will be times for that during the good times, but simply empathize and set the limit. You could say, I know you don't want to clean your room. You sound upset about it. Sorry it's such a struggle for you. I'd love to help you find a solution if you'd like. You're welcome to play as soon as the room is clean. If they persist, repeat the limit setting phrase and continue to empathize. If they stop arguing and sincerely seek help to find a better solution, help them brainstorm and find ways to improve the situation. Ultimately, let's end the arguments once and for all. The truth is that this impulsive drive to control things and win the arguments that pop up never actually help us or our kids. The main overarching truth when it comes to ending arguments with our children is to remember that we have greater power to positively affect and change our children's lives and make 
our own lives happier when we give up control and trade it for genuine positive influence. There's a great quote that I've seen passed around that simply says, you don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. When it comes right down to it, all of these other six skills and methods give us ways that we can simply not engage in the argument, not feel that we have to defend and argue back all the time. When we can remove ourselves from the argument, it allows us to help our children to give up the arguments as well and find better solutions. So I hope that this has been helpful to you and that you're able to use these six skills of empathize, distraction or redirection, compromise and problem solving, firm but kind refusal to argue, listen, and set clear limits and conditions, and then leave it alone. I hope that you're able to use those skills and pull yourselves out of those arguments that that may be going on at home and just have a much happier home without all the arguments and the contention. If you have any questions for me, go ahead and email me at andysmithson at trueparenting.net or find me over at facebook.com slash trueparenting. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. 